People have so many different interpretations of what describes the perfect love life. It can be hard to talk about how we feel. Until now, welcome to Pillow Talk with Cheryl, featuring host and relationship expert Cheryl Besner. Cheryl's kind of like your BFF, easy to talk to and frankly honest. Whether it's about love and relationships, sex and desires, she's here along with some great experts. Now, here's Cheryl Besner. Hi, everybody. Cheryl on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. Another great show coming up for you tonight. And um, it's going to be really exciting because it's about organic love. And what does that mean to you? I know when I think of organic, I think of authentic. I think of the way things should be. And um, we have a great guest coming on. She actually owns a company called Organic Love. And she's also a host of her own radio show here on Voice America and the Sexy Lifestyle Network. So we're going to get to all of that. But as you know, the show, it's about you. And it's about our conversations, those intimate conversations that we have each week with each other. And it's about the ones that you want to have but may not feel comfortable to have unless you're in the privacy of your own secluded space and talking pillow to pillow with somebody that you trust. So remember, you can trust me. You can also follow me, by the way, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where I always share different tips throughout the week and motivational talks that I always share at the end of the show as well. So stick around, because remember, that's where you and I get real close and really intimate with some thought-provoking words that I'm going to share with you that'll hopefully trigger some emotions through you out the week. So... As always, we always share some question that somebody either writes into me or calls into my love line, which you all know, 844-744-SOLO is how you can reach me. And this week, it was a very touching note that I got from somebody. And somebody said this. And I know how, by the way, delicate this is because I've been in this position. So not only do I think I know how to handle it as a coach, but I also have experienced it. So I'm going to share my insights with you in a minute. So here's her question. My husband came home the other night in a drunken mess, and we ended up in a fight all about his drinking escapades with his friends. Long story short, he defended himself by blurting out, I was at least not married to one of our best friend's husbands who is cheating on her. Now, what am I supposed to do with that tidbit of information as she is my longtime friend and it's her husband? Do I tell her? And yes, we did discuss it the next day when he was sober. So I'm sure this is true, sign B. And it's funny that you should say that because that would have been my question. Did you actually have a conversation with him about it once he was out of his drunken stupor to really identify that this was actually told to him? And here's the thing. First of all, he wasn't a drunken stupor, so he might have even imagined certain things. And it may not be 100% true, but let's say it is. Here's the issue. Life has a way of catching up with you. So whether he's done this before, well, then he will do it again. And sooner or later, she will probably find out. Or life catches up with you and he realizes it was a mistake and he doesn't want to do that and he's already holding the guilt within. Either way, here's the issue. Your friend, either now or down the road, might need a friend 
her best friend to talk with. And you might lose your best friend if you share that information. Now, I know you think you're supposed to share everything with your friends, and it is the natural instinct to go. But what's going to happen is this. If she is not ready to believe it, and let's just say it's not 100% accurate, she is going to blame you for starting things between her and her husband. And nine times out of ten, or I would probably say 99 out of 100, you are going to lose your best friend because her natural instinct would be to trust the one person she's supposed to trust the most, and that's the relationship she has with her husband. So you might find yourself on the out, and, uh, and down the road, when she finds out, or if it happens again, she's going to need you, and you won't be there. So think about that. Have the discussion with your husband. Make sure that also he's not getting involved in this whole thing because this is really something that the two of them should work out and don't even think about trying to trick the situation where she might find out from an anonymous picture or something you need proof of these things before you go stirring up something and that's the bottom line here in any conversation in any communication it is about not assuming things and going with actual fact All right. So that's my advice for you. Hold on to this little tidbit of information and uh, just be the good friend. All right. Now, every week we welcome Dr. Philip Morphew. You all know him. He's from down under and I don't mean under those sheets. I mean from Australia and he's coming to us live right now and uh, it's our section that we always like to refer to as our wise whispers from down under is starting right now hey Philip. hey cheryl hi listeners great to uh, be back on air and um just bringing a little bit of wisdom and some soulful reflection to life and a little bit of tidbits of information that's going to help you maybe just find that right little track through life. Mm. Cheryl's just been talking about this situation um, with this couple and uh, I was sitting there and I'm listening to that and uh, funny thing is I had a situation with one of my clients uh, two weeks ago and the wife, uh, I look after both the husband and wife and the wife was in and she said, Philip, I, I've, I've really got something that's burdening me. And I said, what was that? And she goes, um, my brother-in-law uh, tried to come on to me at a family function. Ah. And I went, holy dooly, really? And, uh, and my first question I said, was he sober or was he drunk? And she goes, well, he was drunk. I said, was he sober or was he pretending to be drunk? She goes, oh, I don't know. And she goes, I don't know what to do. And, and he was a little handy and everything that, but she says, I told, I told my husband. And I said, what was your husband's re- response? And she goes, I want to kill that so-and-so, um, which is his sister's husband. So, his sister's husband, right. Yeah, so it was a bit complicated. And anyway, I worked with them both, and I said to her, she said, I need to tell, I need to tell my sister-in-law. I said, same thing, Cheryl. I said, what are you willing to lose in this situation? Now, it could have been a one-off thing. He could have just been a, a tool, um, this guy. And I said, but here's the, the best thing. If you don't want his hands on you, tell him to get them the off. 
Exactly. Get away from me. And I said, worst thing, worst thing you can do is you can grab him in the groin and squeeze like hell and look him in the eye and go, don't ever fucking do that again. Exactly. Like we have to have a voice in this whole thing, right? You've got to have, you've got to have, have the voice. Anyway, so the husband. But the voice, but the voice uh, just to, to add yeah. this, the voice has to go to the person where it's intended. And you have to absolutely. Like, like, you want absolutely. the outcome to Right. Absolutely. And I said to her, I said, you, you know, I said, this is something I, I feel your sister-in-law has to work out for herself. Um, I said, what will it do to that family in the greater family, etc." And I said to the husband and I said, man to man, I said, you know what? Sometimes men are idiots. And I said, maybe he's just an <laughs> idiot. And he goes, look, he is, he's an idiot. I said, look, this is what I t- said to your wife with her permission. I told her this. And I said, my suggestion is, you know, She's a smart woman. She will know. If it happens again, though, that's when you need to go and have a chat. Right. And that's when possibly the whole family has to sit down and have a chat about Absolutely. it. But you have to you have to know that, well, and I would think that in the situation that you're talking about, there is going to be family devastation. And I have seen Absolutely. that. I have seen this in, in, you know, doing what I do. I have seen a sister-in-law go to another brother-in-law and say, your wife is cheating. And it was true. But yeah. the family was destroyed. Yeah. And, and the two couples stayed together. It's just yeah. they don't talk. Yeah, exactly. And there's a cost so benefit. Is, exactly. There is a cost benefit. And that doesn't mean you shy away. And it doesn't mean that you don't want to stick up for what's right. But you'll stick up for what's right when the time is right. Yes. And you'll be there for the people. But each person you know, has to find out life for themselves a little bit. And and the fact is, when we go to somebody, they will be defensive. And I see the same thing, by the way, with children. You can go to somebody, and I've been there, and I've seen it, and I see it in my practice, and I see it in the community around. You go and you say to somebody, your kid hit my kid. Well, yeah. what did my, you My little child. My kid? My da- <laughs> your son must have done something to make provoke it. So yeah. the whole thing is, who's provoking what? Yeah. Who's believing what? Where does the, the validity or, or the weight of truth and trust lie? Absolutely. And in most married couples, unfortunately, the truth will lie with their mate. Absolutely, Cheryl. Until it happens again. Again. It's that second time, you know. It's, it's look, the, the old saying basically, you know, it's you can you fill me once, but you, 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 you fill me twice, you're going to fill my wrath. But it's, it's yeah. in each one of these situations that you have to work at your personal responsibility in this. You That's know, right. Where is your, as the male or the female or the partner, where is your responsibility? And as I said, there are people in life, I mean, they're just idiots at times that overstep the boundary. All of a sudden, those barriers are down and they go, oh, shit. And you mentioned it before, Cheryl, that person may carry that weight of guilt for a long period of time. And, or they and may not. <laughs> may not. <laughs> they, they may be fine with it. They may be. and But along the way there, it will ultimately come out at some stage. Right. And the old karmic balance comes around. What goes around comes around at some stage. One bit of advice, for example, that I was, I was, I was given many, many years ago was the old, um, uh, was, was, was um, you know, a relationship that starts in infidelity will often end in infidelity. And I, I, I sort of wondered about that and I could see the greater picture of it. And then I went, 
But what is that? And then I've drilled down on it. And again, it is that little bit of trust that, that, that has never been fully banked. There's right. a little bit of trust sitting there. And the other thing, boundaries and expectations and the playing field hasn't been laid out properly. Yeah, but but in this case, we're talking about uh, the boundaries and the playing fields are what the what transpires between the couple in question and the one yes. who's cheating and being cheated on. The boundary of friendship, for instance, yes. and even in family, is there's a home and a home, and each home has to be respected. And you have yes. to be invited into somebody's home. And to be invited in means that's when you get invited to talk, when you get invited into communication. And if you are approaching somebody and saying, this is what's going on in your home, yeah. you haven't been invited to, to share that communication. Yeah, you, so haven't been. you haven't been invited and you need that's to be invited. Even in this day and age where everybody is like breaking all the rules, there is rules of communication, and <laughs> that's just the way it is. And you it have is. to be like, And Cheryl, it's, I know that we, we're about to go, but it's, yeah, it's we like are. social media and everything like that. Don't air your laundry on social media, for God's Don't, sake. No, for sure not. Anyway, thanks so much. We love you, Dr. Phil. You're our very own Dr. Phil, the real Dr. Phil. And don't forget, Soulful Reflections is Philip's book that you can get on Amazon, and uh, you can also probably find a link here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. We're going to continue our conversation coming up with Taylor Sparks, all about organic love. And what does that mean to you? Right here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. You 
are listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at CherylBesner.com. That's info at Cheryl, B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk. We are back here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl, and now I get to introduce an amazing woman, and uh, we've had so many great conversations off air that I can't wait to share this with you on air. Her name is Taylor Sparks, and she is the creator and the founder of OrganicLove.com, and uh, she's also a radio host here on Voice America Sexy Lifestyle Network. Welcome to the show, Taylor. Hi, thank you, Cheryl. I'm excited to be here and hang out with you for a little while. <laughs> and we're going to do this very organically. And, okay, I, I, and, and very organically because, you know, everybody talks about everything being organic this, these days. Yeah. You know, organic food and an organic conversation and organic social media mm-hmm. and being authentic mm-hmm. and what that really means. And um, I think everybody has a different version of what that actually means, right? I, I I would think so. I mean, depending on where you're putting the word organic or, or uh, authentic, you know, being one's authentic self is going to be different, of course, for, for each person. Um, and, uh, and then you have organic and then you have organic greenwashing when it comes to uh, products. So it's going to be a right. little different for everyone. Yes, it is. So th- this conversation, when I talk about organic, I just want to kind of go with it because you are a woman of so many talents and uh, so many different facets to your life and so many different ways in which you even live your life, right? Like you live it very organically, but you have a lot of different um, you're, well, you're multifaceted, say right? Say it, girl, say it. <laughs> <laughs> I have no problem spitting it out. Um, but but here, but that's just it. I mean, this this conversation is something that can be explored, and that's the way I like exploring life in general. And you're certainly loving life as well, right? I am. I am. It's good. It's good. And, and for myself, like I've had so many different transitions in, in my life, you know, going from being a dancer, you know, professional dancer to being a model, to being in the, the fashion world, to, to, you know, going into the philanthropic world. And then it brought me, brought me into events. And yes. lo and behold, a divorce brought me here into the world of supporting others going through divorce and mm-hmm. transforming their lives. Okay. And I... Uh, Tell us a little bit about you and how you ended up with organic love. For Orga- organic love in, actually. Hello. Organic love in. Yeah, organic love in. Um, the short story is I am certified in both uh, holistic aromatherapy and uh, human behavior. Um, I spent several years, oh God, more than almost 15 years doing corporate training because I discovered at a late age that I could get paid for talking and I love talking. <laughs> and I'm like, I can get paid for this. So um, I've worked in retail. And one of these days I'm going to write a book called Of All the Jobs I've Had Before. Um, I'm a, a true what uh, Brene Brown calls a hummingbird personality. Uh-huh. But um, uh, several years ago we had a company called Skincare for Athletes and I developed the entire line of organic skincare products for elite athletes. 
Mm. So we sponsored marathons and triathlons. Uh, I myself am a late blooming uh, endurance athlete, having run my first marathon at the age of 40. And um, we also sponsored uh, five Olympic um, athletes, both uh, winter and summer athletes. And so we were kind of doing our thing with the products and that was well. And um, we got involved in the lifestyle, my husband and I, 23 years. And we were probably... I think we have probably married about maybe almost 12 years when we first got involved. I think it's important to define the lifestyle because not yeah, everybody knows exactly what the lifestyle, lifestyle is. And they lifestyle? participate in several different kinds of lifestyles, right? This is also true. My, my bad. Okay. And um, <laughs> so okay. we got involved in the swinging lifestyle. And actually, we decided to do an open marriage initially. And we kind of backed into the swinging. <laughs> so first we just did everything separately. And then we had our own little travel group. And we were at uh, Desire Resort in Cabo when it used to be open with our first group. And we met the owners of Luxury Lifestyle Vacations. I don't know if you know Pepe and Claudia. No, I don't know them personally, but um, I do know their company very well. Yeah, amazing. So they do luxury um, Travel. Adult travel. Yeah. So we actually became affiliates of theirs and started working with them. And then they private, um, I did a private, lev- uh, what do you call it, a private label project with them when I developed a line of products for them, uh, central mm-hmm. massage oils. But then at the end of the day, we had no Are they organic? They are organic, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, we got to stay on reference here. <laughs> yes, they are organic. And How you launched them, this was like six years, almost six, five years ago. When we launched them, we had no place to sell them because I had a skincare company for athletes and they had a travel agency. So with their love, blessing and support, I launched OrganicLovin.com. So we literally started with their two products and now we have almost 800 products all either certified organic, eco-friendly, or natural. We only work with brands that don't test on animals and do not have chemicals in their products. And uh, we ship worldwide. So that's been five, just a tad over five years now. And it's interesting how even organically you fell into the lifestyle, right? <laughs> and, 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 and I think that's one of the things that I really wanted to talk about, you know, besides your company and, and all the products. And by the way, are all those products, are they all essential products or are they you know beauty products as well and what uh, is the ratio between no the majority of the product we all we have only intimate body products right we also have a number of books because you know the education should not stop because you become an adult so we have books on sex sexuality bdsm um, sex positive parenting um uh, lbgtq transgender, erotica, um, and then all of our sex toys are uh, made of body-safe materials. So we do when have you say like body-safe materials, what does that mean? Well, things, if you ever open up or see one of those dildos that are very rubbery, and when you open them up, they smell, you can smell the chemicals. A lot of those products have phthalates in them, and phthalates have been linked to a number of different types of cancer. Cancer. So the skin, as we know, is porous, and we know this because we sweat. Up to 60% of what we put on the skin is absorbed into the bloodstream. The vagina, the anus, the eyeballs are all covered in a mucous membrane and up to 100% of what you put on it is absorbed into the bloodstream. So a lot of people are using toys that are very uh, chemical laden 
and those those toys are not good for the vagina or the anus or even the penis for, for that matter. So we always uh, curate and make sure that the products that we carry are made of body safe materials. So they could be medical grade silicone, um, glass, um, we do a smidgen of ABS plastic because it's not porous, as well as uh, wood and ceramic. <laughs> we have some wonderful ceramic dildos, too. I, 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 it's so funny because I know a lot of people at home right now are thinking, okay, I'm putting a bottle in my vagina. Like, <laughs> that's where you go to, right? But the fact is, I, I urge you, go into a sex store, look at these things. They, they're, they're wonderful products, and, and it doesn't have to always be plastic. So... We have yeah, to have I a would say mindset. Like, yeah, and even some of the glass, you, you, you have to be careful of the brands. Because 100%. some of the glass that, that some of the brands, um, glass toys that some of the companies make, they're very thin. They haven't been strength tested. You want to be able to go onto that website and see a video where someone has taken that glass product in the making and, you know, and hung something heavy on it. You yeah. know, you wanted a thick Pyrex type of a, of a product. Um, and not something thin that will shatter as soon as it drops, you see. So it's very... Or, or as, as soon as you turn the wrong way and it shatters. Well, within you. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, that, that's rare. That happens, but I'm sad. sure it's rare, but the fact is it only takes one time for, you know... That's it. It that's to be it. Yeah. a lasting memory. Thin. If it's thin like your wine glass, <laughs> you probably don't want to put it in your... Vagina. This is pillow talk, everybody. So you know that I'm sitting here having a glass of wine, whether you're <laughs> having a cup of tea at home. This is about getting relaxed. Are you having wine? I don't, I don't have wine. I am. I'm having a nice glass of wine. And by the way, um, it's not necessarily evening everywhere in the world right now. So whether it's a cup of tea or a glass of wine, it's all about being comfortable and intimate in this it's conversation and we can't get more intimate than discussing sex toys and things that we put inside our bodies and yes. making sure that we're safe about it so having things that are organic mm-hmm. and healthy for us is yeah. well it's what the show's about today, right all about organic loving and the products that we can use for it yes so, it's, it's a very important for people to check the labels on things like lubricant something you know people know about things like glycerin and some not everyone but some women are sensitive to it glycerin uh, sucrose and glucose are all um, derivatives of sugar and right. what you get when you put sugar in something dark and warm and wet Ah. You start making bread. <laughs> you start making bread, girl. It's not a good damn thing. So, and some women are highly sensitive, but they don't know that sucrose and glucose is a derivative of sugar. So right. read your labels and um, things like propylene glycol. It's the cousin to antifreeze. And, and people would think, well, reading labels isn't very sexy. But you know what? It is very sexy because... It's all about you. And sexy is also about being safe. And that's something that we have to do as well in this day and age. We have to be safe. And that doesn't mean just safe with our partners or the partners we might choose for a day or a week or a month or forever, right? An hour. Or an hour. (laughs) Well, we're going to get to that, actually, because I wanted to discuss coming up, you know, the whole concept of catch and release because I know that's something that you're kind of involved in right now personally on your little catch and release and um, I also want to discuss more about the organic way in which people can look at different lifestyles and how they have conversations about it you know and whether or not you know 
can somebody who is authentic and likes the lifestyle be with somebody who is not comfortable with being part of the lifestyle and how we can bring those two things together. And I can see she's already shaking her head. Yeah, that's going to be a hard one. And I agree with you. I think it is going to be a hard one for people to get into. So stay with us. In the meantime, why don't you go out there and check on my Instagram because I'm sure there's some new tidbits there for you to take and put into action because every week I share with you a love technique that will help you, well, do something new in life or change something up a little bit. And I share that with you each week and it's coming up right after this on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. Do you understand your feline friends as well as you'd like? Why do they behave the way they do? If behavior issues get out of hand, how do you fix things? Get the answers and more when you listen to Cat Talk Radio with host Molly DeVos. We'll give you the straight facts, offer some tried and tested ideas, and alert you as to what's being done in this country and worldwide to save cats and shelter challenges. Cat Talk Radio, every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at CherylBesner.com. That's info at Cheryl B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk. We are here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl, and um, we're having a very intimate conversation and a very stimulating conversation and a very organic Lovin' Conversation with the founder of Organic Lovin', Taylor Sparks. So, Taylor, let's keep this going, okay? So, so first of all, going, I just want to kind of go back a little bit about the products and everything. So, everything that they can, somebody can find with your company, it's all natural, organic, non-animal tested, and good for any lifestyle that wants to have a healthy lifestyle, right? This, this is true. Our company's main focus is that we specialize in improving adult sexual health and enhancing their sex lives. So everything on there is not just for uh, fun, um, meaning that we do have some sex toys on there, specifically some for men that are very helpful to their sexual health. For example, there's um, some products by Hot Octopus called the Pulse and the Pocket Pulse. Hot octopus, that is very um, image provoking and provocative (laughs) when you just think about it, right? Like, 
I, I just had a flash of images that came up. <laughs> <laughs> well, put those images mind. away. That's the wrong image, Cheryl. That's the wrong image. <laughs> but the hot octopus, the pulse by hot octopus, it's, it's the, the world's first vibrator for men. And it was originally developed um, for men with spinal cord injury who was doing um, in vitro fertilization for their wives. So they needed to be able to get the man to uh, get erect so they could get him to have an orgasm so they can get the sperm so they don't have to be invasive to get it that way. Mm-hmm. And this, this product has actually been designed um, for the public now, basically. But it's very helpful for men with erectile dysfunction. It could be used hands-free. It can be used um, flaccid in order to help a man get an erection and or bring him to orgasm. So it's really helpful for men who may not be able to use like something like a little blue pill to get an erection because of the medication they may be on. So describe the product a little bit. Because it it's, sounds... Um, it, it kind of... It's hard to describe. It, it fits in the palm of their hand. It doesn't look like a vagina or anything. It's kind of got these two flaps and the, and the penis kind of goes in it. I know there's one some, somewhere nearby. It's so close to me because it's, there it is. But you have to do so, maybe, maybe so you hold it in the palm of your hand. Yeah. So it, yeah. it looks kind of like um almost like a, a, a rubber wraparound, actually. Like a rubber so wrap it's around, yeah. Yeah. Or a hot dog bun. Almost like a, a hot dog bun. Like an egg-shaped right? hot dog bun. That's hard to describe egg-shaped that hot dog bun. Um, but it's really good for that. And then we also have the uh, Jainaja, which we get out of um, Amsterdam, and it's an ergonomic cock ring. So mm-hmm. for people who don't know, the purpose of a cock ring is that it helps a man to stay erect longer and harder by slowing down, not stopping, the blood flow. Blood flow. So I have a client who has no challenge getting an erection, but because he had prostate surgery, he has a challenge keeping it an erection. And because he's still on medication from the prostate surgery, he cannot use all of these other pills and, you know, to, to, for his erection. But he can get an erection. He puts on the cochlear and gets an erection, and that helps him maintain it. Right. And without the necessity yes. of the little blue pill. So yes, yeah, yes, yes. all very organic. I, and for those of you who don't know, by the way, Taylor is also an adult. Uh, you facilitate adult travel. We talked about that earlier in, in the show. And I love how you, you also consider yourself the sex goddess. And I am a sex goddess. I am a sex goddess. I'm a sex goddess. And yes. that's, that's what I was going to say, like self-proclaimed sex gods and goddesses yes. and i love that and we are actually going to be doing a show all about that really yeah every person huh every person should feel like a god or a goddess well, yeah and every woman can be a goddess she may not necessarily want to be a sex goddess she could be a chef goddess or a garden goddess or a dance goddess it doesn't necessarily have to be a sex goddess i just happen to be a sex goddess because i love absolutely every single thing that has to do with sex even if it's not my thing I can appreciate that. If someone else, like, I'm not bi, I'm not bisexual, but I can appreciate someone having a whole thing about bisexuality. I'm not transgender, but I can appreciate and love someone that that is. And I like the fact that people like what they like when it comes to sex and people should be able to ask for the sex that they want. They want. You know what I want. Yeah. yeah I and, and that's why I, I think that when, when I think about that, I think that everyone is, every woman should embody their sex goddess within their natural yes. sensuality because we all have that in us we just don't necessarily know how to bring it out and and when women 
and men find their full potential of their sensuality and their sexuality, well, it brings you to a whole new level um, yes. of, of appreciation of relationships and, and our own bodies, you know. Yes. So that's why I, 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 I like the self-proclaimed sex goddess. And I, I know that, for instance, when I do my retreats, that's one of the aspects that I try and provoke women to go and feel women who haven't been in touch with their sexuality and their sensuality to to try and look at that yeah in good whatever sex way heals. good sex heals good it sex heals and women are avoiding it and they're stressed and they're tired i'm like you need you need an orgasm yeah even if it's just with yourself it doesn't always have to be because if your mate's getting on your nerve you may not want to give him anything or her anything but but what that's happened? where the organic loving products come in, right? Yeah. <laughs> lots of things for those who wish to self-pleasure. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's something, for instance, that is, is conversations that people can have also is because a lot of men and a lot of women could feel intimidated if somebody is using sex, sex toys, you know, and brings that into their world. And a lot of, I, I've worked with a lot of women who have told me that they tried to introduce a vibrator or different yeah. types of things with into their romantic, you know, lovemaking and the men in their lives, especially long-term lovers all of a sudden are going like, wow, why may am I, I not enough anymore? Yeah. May I suggest? Because I, you know, as you know, I'm an erotic educator and I teach at a lot of these adults only cruises and places like hedonism and desire and adults only conferences. Um, when I have couples come to me and the husband is standing off to the side and he's like, you know, I don't like that shit and I don't know, like what this is. And I ask permission to touch him and I say to him, sex toys have a place, but they will never do this. And I put the toy down and I wrap my arms around him and I bring my lips to his ear and I say, I love you. Now take yeah. out the trash. <laughs> <laughs> sex toys will never love me. They will never no. take out the damn trash. Sex toys are only there to be an additional bit of fun. They can never replace the love and the human touch that a body has, ever. They right. never will. I don't care how fast it goes, how many tricks it does. It just will never love you. So, you know, there's nothing to be intimidated by it. Right. It just, it just never, I, I don't care what kind of toy you bring. It's never going to do what a man or, do, or a woman will do for you. So I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up and, and, and how you reached down and you also shared the verbal as long as the touch with somebody and put that into their head. Because every week, as um, everybody out there knows, I share a love technique. So this week, what I wanted to share with you is this. I want you to try the art of touch. Now, I know you're probably sitting there saying, well, what do you mean the art of touch? Who am I touching? Where am I going with this? <laughs> I want you to try the art of touch on yourself. I want you to blindfold yourself. I want you to put yourself in a relaxed state of mind. I want you to find a time where you can take 15 minutes, 30 minutes by yourself, whether it's in a bath or not, if it's in your dark room. I want you to go into yourself. And I'm going to say the blindfold because I really... I really think that it's going to help you focus and it's not going to tempt you to peek and look or whatever. Take an allotted period of time. Go into this dark space, meaning the eye covers. Mm -hmm. I want you to be naked 
and I want you to start to touch. And you can start by just touching your fingers. You can start by just touching your toes, wherever you feel comfortable. But I want you to really feel every part of that toe or finger, the nail, the cuticle around it, the, the, the depth between your toes or between your fingers. Feel the texture of your skin. And I want you to take the time to explore your body. And you don't necessarily, I'm not saying that this is a sexual thing. I'm talking about exploring your body, what it feels like, what it feels to have that touch from your own fingertips. And in that, you might find that it unleashes, and I I would actually even say you will probably find areas of your body that when you touch it, it will unleash certain emotions and certain ways in which you are going to connect with parts of you that you didn't know existed. And you might find yourself crying. You might find yourself laughing. You might find yourself a little uncomfortable. I beg you, work through it. Go through it. And do your hair and the follicles. Really give yourself to explore yourself. And then I want you to write about it. Not necessarily in the same day. But it's sometime during the week or over the next two weeks. Write about your experience, who you are, what it felt like to touch you, what it felt like to feel every oracle of your body. It'll give you a big insight into who you are and also how you feel and how you like to be touched. I'm going to add a twist to that. Oh, please do. I love add-ons to my <laughs> love you technique. you do all of that wonderfulness, which it is, Cheryl, that is I think it's an amazing exercise for women to do. And I'm going to. And men. <laughs> it, it is an Well, and, and men. And I'm going to say specifically to the women, which is this is going to be a total 360. And then when you finish it all that, and then after you write, I want you to take a mirror and squat over it and look at your vagina and appreciate the shape, the size, the color of your pussy and appreciate it because it's yours, it gives you life, it gives life, even if you haven't had a child, it is a place of healing and of love, and it leads right to your womb, which is the the source of all of your energy. So I'm gonna add that too. And there's your little add-on. So please, I I really, Ask you. I just threw all her people for a little. Like, <laughs> no, 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 you're, you're good. You're good. But I ask you to take the time and do it because this is going to be the start of something really special. I promise you. Coming up, we're going to keep talking with Taylor Sparks all about your organic loving and how to really move ahead. I am going to be sharing coming up those special words of intimate moments between you and me. And a lot more right here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. So stay with us. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. 
The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at CherylBesner.com. That's info at Cheryl B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk. I'm Cheryl, and this is Pillow Talk with Cheryl, the show all about life, love, and lust. And we're talking about a lot of ways in which you can lust, lust, lust after someone else, lust after yourself, and um, many more topics of information and interesting segments with our special guest today, Taylor Sparks from okay. Organic Leaven. All right, Taylor, um, we've had a, a lot of interesting different topics of conversation here today, everything from you know, the sexy lifestyle and different types of lifestyles and all the different things that you do in your life. And um, I wanted to talk a little bit about something. Now, this ha- this is about you and <laughs> what we were talking about before during the break was the fact that, you know, you do live an open lifestyle with your husband and swinging as well. And you are presently in search because, uh, by the way, for anybody who hasn't listened to Taylor's show, she is now doing it from Florida because you just moved there with your, with your lovely husband. Um, and she's in search of Three new fun. So, yeah, we have, so we're married. We have an open marriage and uh, we are in the swinging lifestyle and about Four years ago, I also transitioned into polyamory and kink to the dismay of my husband. He was like, wait, we're, we're doing what now? <laughs> he, he well, you like, said you transitioned. Did he transition with you into He the, did not, no. So we have a poly-swinging type marriage. So um, I know one of the things you mentioned before the other break, you were saying, can someone, if somebody wants to be open and, the, and their partner does not, how did, does that even work? And that's why I wanted to bring it up because I knew that you had this discrepancy between you and your husband yeah, from our yeah. previous conversation. So a dynamic, we call it a different dynamic, not yeah. a discrepancy, right? Okay, <laughs> different dynamic. Well, it takes um, a lot of conversation, and anyone I meet that is looking to even open their marriage in, in any form, whether it's kink or uh, non-monogamy or swinging or whatever you do have to have a solid foundation because there is lots to discuss. And people do not become exempt from their emotions just because they decide to open up the relationship. So there was lots of discussion how we're gonna go from swinging, which is people who are in the swinging lifestyle are uh, physically non-monogamous, but emotionally monogamous. And now I want it to be 
polyamorous, non-monogamous as, as well. So you naturally would have some insecurities, some fear. Am I being replaced? And it was just a whole year of having a lot of conversation about I'm not going anywhere and nobody wants to keep me. But I did like having when it came to polyamory, I liked knowing that I could actually like and love someone as well. And, and that is the difference that people should understand is the difference between um, polyamorous is that you have more than one person that you actually care about, you love, and you usually bring them into your world as a, a partner in essence. It's a, well, part, you can. I mean, there are many ways to, to be or do um, polyamory, but to, yeah, but you're correct. That's right. The general, I'm just trying to give a general sense yeah. to people who are listening who aren't really uh, sure because so many people do not understand the difference between open, swinging, polyamory, right. many of the right, lifestyles. Right. So, you know, so to be polyamorous, to identify like somebody identifies as being bisexual, I identify as a polyamorous person because I believe it's possible to love more than one person at a time. Mm-hmm. To date polyamorously means to have more than one romantic relationship at a time with all parties involved and knowing. So it doesn't always mean that just because I'm dating someone that my husband may be dating someone at the same time. That's it's right. not a requirement in our dynamic and everybody kind of makes up their what works best for them, just like any other relationship, right? And mm-hmm. um, so for me, I like the idea of dating. My husband was like, you're enough for me emotionally. I'm not dating anybody. I don't want to take anyone to the movies. I don't want to, be, you know, you are more than I can deal with emotionally. But for me, I like the dating aspect. I like what they call NRE, new relationship energy. Right. Right. And um, that part is fun for me. So I like the movies and dinner and holding hands and all that smooshy stuff that you get in a new relationship. So I, I need three boyfriends in Florida. So that's one of the reasons that I always tell my clients that they should date their partner forever so that you should always try and keep it fresh and, and exciting and, and dress up if you need to dress up and change things up and, and remember that not to take something for granted and to make it exciting. And, and yeah. especially if you do want to stay within, you know, a, a traditional relationship. Yes. And it's funny, you, you know, I just wanted to touch on the fact that, you know, here we are d- trying to describe polyamory and swing and, and mm-hmm. all the different lifestyles. And even when it comes to dating, because you talk about dating, but a lot of people think that dating is something that you do with a lot of different people and a relationship is with one person. So it's, it's it, in this day and age, there's, it, there's actually a dictionary that was published about um, all the different terms when it uh-huh. comes to love terms and relationship terms and, and how they describe it. And, and it's, a, it's a really cute book. I think it was by Cleese Press or something. That, oh, that I love it out there. I yeah. So um, if anybody's interested, they should find out. Because we all do describe things a little bit differently. And a lot of people, when your husband is saying, I don't want to date, it doesn't necessarily mean the same thing for other people. Right. And I mean, and there's, there's the term being monogamish. And a monogamous, yeah. <laughs> monogamous, which is really just a lot of fantasy play because in monogamy, a lot of times you can't even voice the fact that you find someone attractive without getting in this amazing trouble with your spouse, which to me, even when we were monogamous, I found that to be somewhat re- ridiculous. That was just me. 
Well, so beings. And I think that as an adult and a sexual being, I can look at another person and appreciate their beauty or them being handsome or, or they are sexy without necessarily wanting them. And I always gave my husband that freedom to be able to look at someone and go, she's hot. And I'm like, you're right. She's hot. And we were monogamous for 10, almost 12 years of our marriage. And by the way, for anybody who wants to have that open dialogue and be able to bring it there and you're not sure how your partner's going to react, well, you might try being the one who initiates that. So if you're a woman, you could look at um, a woman within the room in the space and say, my goodness, isn't that woman beautiful? Look at her, her beautiful smile. She's got the bluest eyes. If you show that it's okay for yeah. you to make those kind of comments, your partner will feel the same yeah. way. Yeah, and it's all about communication, and especially when you're living in the lifestyle, um, whichever lifestyle you're choosing, communication is the foundation and also being confident in who you are and who you're having a relationship with. I want to thank you so much, Taylor, for joining us today. It it was a very interesting and open conversation, and it flowed very organically. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you very much. And And how do people find you? Um, I'm all things organic loving. So that's L-O-V-E-N, the website.com on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It is all organic loving. And of course, you can also find us on sistersofsexuality.com and on the Sexy Lifestyle Network with you, Cheryl, Sisters of Sexuality radio show. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll have to have you back on with your partner from the show. Take care and... Have a good one. All right. Thank you. All right, everybody. So now this is when you and I sit down just one-on-one and uh, really get into some intimate conversations. And this one, really, I, I, I wrote this quite a while ago, and it was really something that I shared when I wrote my blog, 365 Days to Find Love. And it was my way of connecting to the outside world. And then I realized lately, and I, I've, I've reformatted it because I think what, what I'm going to express with you is how I feel, but I'm a lot like you. And I'm hoping that when you listen to this and when you go back and you read it again this coming week on CherylBesner.com, it will register that I am is really you are. And hopefully you'll feel all these things. So here it is. This week's words of inspiration, that intimate talk between the two of us, is I'm a lot like you. I'm a hopeful romantic. I love deeply. I love to connect with people. And I love people to connect with me. I love to learn from life. And I love to take risks. I love to live my life with passion and meaning. I love to treat every day as if it's an adventure, as it keeps me energized. And I love to be inquisitive, always expanding my vision and my beliefs. I love to meet new people because I believe each person brings me a gift. And I love to celebrate all the beauty I find in the world around me. I love to make people smile. I love to laugh and hope it's contagious to those around. I love to inspire people to reach beyond their grasp. I love to dance through life with grace and ease. I love to practice metta, 
loving kindness. I love to honor my truth. I love to honor my value. I love to always seek my truth. And I love to be compassionate to those around me. I love to respect my boundaries and those of others. I love to love and be loved, which brings me back to, I am a hopeful romantic. I am a lot like you. And aren't we all the same? When it comes right down to it, we are. We may not communicate the same way. I mean, we may not always want to live exactly the same way. But deep down inside, we are the same. And we love, and we live, and we laugh, and we lust. And those are all the things that we're going to talk about each week here, week after week, with an incredible guest panel coming up. This month is going to be a great one, especially as we head into spring. There's going to be lots of blooming things for us to talk about. And I want to remind you, you can reach out to me anytime. 844-744-SOLO. That is my 24-hour hotline, and I will get back to you within 24 hours. And you can also reach out to me on Instagram and on Facebook. Don't forget. Every week, there is more information, more techniques, more things to motivate you to grow and explore so that you live the way you want to live. That's what this show is all about. So until we meet again next week, I beg you, please, please keep it simple and stimulating because we all know it's all about that kiss. Speak to you soon. We'll be right back next week on Pillow Talk with Cheryl here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network on Voice America. Thanks for being here. Pillow Talk with Cheryl Besner will be back next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You'll want to make sure you're back for more great Pillow Talk. 